Welcome to the Queen City Preacher Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And we're delighted that you're here with us today. It's a gray, drizzly, yeah. autumnal day. Yeah. We got some some delight. Yeah. It's peak leaf peeping time. It is. They're brilliant right now. Yeah. It's amazing. That's nice, you know. Yeah. Somebody said I should go to the that one bridge. What is it? The M, oh, M something bridge. Yeah. It's this old bridge, and it just is in like a valley area over a river, and it's not a working bridge, and it's got beautiful yeah, leaf yeah, over by Nagani. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful spot. Also, mm-hmm. um, what is it? Uh, is it Thomas Rock? What's the, the Thomas pro- Rock? Thomas Rock yeah. is a great mm-hmm. place to look too. Ooh, yeah. yeah, up in Big Bay. Yeah, okay. beautiful. Yes. So, so that's the joy. I don't know that there's much else, but life is crazy. <laughs> life is crazy, y'all. It's, so it might snow over sh- the weekend. Don't say those words. Uh, it might schnee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we'll see. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that you're having a good fall season, though. Ours has been chaotic, but we're surviving. We are, and mm-hmm. you know, I I love a good autumn day. It's a little it's a little wet today. It reminds me of Oregon, which where I grew up, and I love that. But I also I miss like I love the blue sky with the the leaves brilliantly colored and that crispness in the air mm-hmm. um i think we're gonna get that this weekend whether we want it or not but um sweater but i love your sweater weather yeah mm-hmm. but i i love that that turn mm-hmm. um it i'm not nice. ready for snow but i love that turn no so no yeah anyway that's where we're at right now we're diving into luke still we're still in chapter 17 we're kind we of just are. trucking right along through all of chapter 17 yeah we're picking we're picking up uh the next verse from last mm-hmm. week right yeah and so this week neither one of us are preaching our deacon here at Messiah is preaching yeah um so that's nice for us but that also means we probably haven't looked into this text quite as much, so we're going to spitball and see what we This come will up be with. a little bit spontaneous. Uh-huh. Uh, see what happens. Just Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Just Holy Spirit. Bring it. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll read this. This is uh, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to them, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. All right. This is a good one. It is, but mm-hmm. it's also really, there's some really inter- funky pieces going on, right? Yeah. Like that all 10 have been healed, mm-hmm. but then Jesus says, you get up, your faith has made you well. So that's a different kind of well than the being oh, healed from leprosy. Interesting. You know? Right? Like, is it? That's that's an interesting piece. So also interesting. like I this think... borderlands situation, like between yeah. Samaria and mm-hmm. Gal, like, there's some interesting pieces here. Interesting dynamics. That's yeah. kind of like the similar Luke dynamic that we've been talking about in the past few weeks about it's the person you least expect to the one that is the most filled with faith for God. Yeah. And I'm kind of yeah. wondering if like if in this passage, like the healing of the lepers is not that extraordinary. No. That like 
healing was kind um, of a, like Jesus, Jesus healing. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of like, yeah, we're used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there's this, there's a transformation that's deeper than just a physical healing Yeah, with for Luke one faith. of them. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, the, if Luke is kind of like, look, healing is available, mm-hmm. but there's also a healing that is even bigger yeah. that's available than yeah. just your body. Well, I want to look back so, at that part. So they yeah. all, wait, but they all don't, so. So that, first off, I mean, one cool thing is they all recognize that it's Jesus, mm-hmm. which in Luke, like, who's the first person that noticed Demons, demon-possessed yeah. person. <laughs> but like, I mean, so they all know it's Jesus, which is powerful, and right? And I want to come back later to the use of the word mercy as well, because mm, I think yeah. that's interesting in the context of healing as well. So we'll come back to that, but let's look at what you were saying yeah. first. And then when Jesus saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Yeah. Well, we just got done doing doing that portion in the book of Numbers where it's kind of set up that the priests are kind of the doctors of the day. Gotcha. So when somebody has a skin ailment, they go to the priests and, and get checked out by the priests. Yeah. And the priest decides whether they need some more time. Can I just say thanks be to God that that is not the case anymore? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Although it is and it isn't. Yeah, okay, that's right. I remember one of our first week. It was it was our first year here when we had Rally Sunday and someone like tripped and like oh, gashed yeah. open yep. their yep. foot and like nobody else seemed to be able to do anything. Yep. So, so it was band-aids, me. Yep. I like sat her down and cleaned up her wound and I was like, really? Everybody? Hello? Like, I know. why am I, I doing know. The this? Things, the things <laughs> that pastors are called to do. So anyway. Yeah. But anyway, so the priests were always in charge of that and they'd tell the person whether they needed like seven more days to be apart from everybody else unclean, right? Not yeah. morally unclean, just physically, physically unclean. Right. Sanitation. Or to come back into yeah. society. And so I, I see this kind of trajectory of like them going to see the priests is that they're going to get like the okay that they have been made clean already by Jesus. Ah, so this is the, the, the formal mm-hmm. welcome back to community that Jesus is the one that actually does it. But like, mm-hmm. but in order to be fully um, reconciled, reinstituted, yeah, whatever, re- reinstated within the community, yeah, that they have to go see the priests. Yes. Um, and so the ones that are, so nine of them rush off because, I mean, well, because they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I want to be back. And then this one pauses and turns around because he realizes what's happened. And that's an interesting thing to think about because it's like, instead of going and finishing it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he stops and says, like. It's you, Jesus. I think it's the authority thing that's happening So, here. So you think that it's Jesus getting the authority rather than the priests? Jesus is the one who is okaying him to be back in community is kind of how I, I was reading it in this context. I mean, in some As ways, as opposed to the priests being getting to the be gatekeepers, the, yeah, yeah, the gatekeepers of who's in and who's out. It's Jesus. And Jesus says, you're already in. Ooh, I like that, especially tie that back into borderlands, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a Samaritan. It's a Samaritan. And they are in this place of ambiguity, yeah. right? Where identity mm-hmm. isn't clear that boundaries often are, keeping people out or Mm -hmm. are being wrestled with. Right. Yeah. Um, And so here's this person who is seeking to be within Mm -hmm. the right boundary. When it's funny because being unclean, he was 
okay to be with those other people. But now that he's clean, he might be separated from those people. Because going to the priest, they might be like, you're not a real Israelite. You don't get to be in community with these people anymore. So instead, he's turning to Jesus, who is accepting him, even if he's a Samaritan. Yeah. I mean, I think that's totally a possibility. That's just what I'm spitballing. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think playing the cultural difference and like what, what that means, I think, but I think the big thing, so I think you're right. There's some authority thing, but this isn't Mark's gospel. So I'm not sure like how heavy Luke is leaning on that. Mm. I like what you were saying more about that. Jesus is the one that returns him to community. Yeah. That Jesus has the authority, has the authority to do that. But also I'm kind of curious, like with the words in here about your faith has made you well. Mm hmm that what does true community look like? Community is not about a clean body, but it's about faith, mm-hmm. right? That there's a difference between being pure, mm-hmm. like what the priests are seeking to do, what the rest of them are seeking from the priest, mm-hmm. versus what Jesus has offered him. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if Luke is is trying, trying to dive into that and say, look, there's it's- community, there's pain, there's physical, but then there's there's something more that, there's social yeah. as well as and what binds yeah what binds us together it's not yeah. that we are a people set apart because we are clean it's a people set apart because of our faith and our trust in god where i see relationship again yeah, coming back to that from from yeah. earlier conversations yeah. yeah from what we talked about last week in my sermon last week is that relationship and i think it's kind of right it's also the fulfillment of the law too Right. right, where the whole idea of clean and unclean maybe is taking forefront and for forestage or no forefront. I don't know. I made that word up, but anyway, it's taking the forefront here, the clean versus unclean. When really it should have been about the relationship all along, because the clean and unclean is just kind of like measures within the relationship, but that's kind of becoming the most important thing when we need to really go back to the relationship thing. Yeah. It's the laws and the rules that are kind of taking precedent, just like we see with all the other instances of the Pharisees and the leaders, when really they shouldn't be, right? I think about like the healing on the Sabbath and all of those things. Right. It's the fulfillment of the law so that we can go back to the beginning when what was important was the relationship. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's a hearkening back to that and a, a focus in that way. And I, I, I wonder how this play, I mean, like thinking about that and thinking about, um, you know, Jesus, I mean, so Luke is kind enough to point out Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem. Right. So like, mm-hmm. this is the walk towards death. We're getting higher in the chapters. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if some of this too, though, also plays with that death imagery, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, that, that the lepers, like, it's not just that they're unclean. Leprosy was also a sign of death, right? Well, because it's it's a decomposing body in many ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I'm wondering if, like, the restoration mm-hmm. is has some imagery mm-hmm. and yes. some maybe... It does. And so metaphorical that's... ...metaphorical meaning here with this, too. That's the thing. There, If, going back to my Bible study and, and rereading numbers... Numbers, yeah. Um, clean and unclean isn't morally good or morally bad. Right. It is life and death. And I think that's that's a really important distinction to make because mm-hmm. I think that in our... And there it connects to the faith has made you well. 
life. It does. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important because I think that we generally, and this is, we can blame, I don't know, a who, Protestant who, awake. Who are we, we going to blame today? <laughs> who are we going to wake? <laughs> um, uh, uh, 20th and 21st century Protestantism um, and uh-huh. a moralist, a moralization yes. of texts and yeah. stories to the point that, that it was turned to being moral. Mm-hmm. And that this is not about that, that I think that that it, is, that makes it, yeah. more impactful to say mm-hmm. this isn't about were they right or were they wrong were they sinners this is about choosing choosing life, life or choosing death, death right yeah and that's why it's so connected with the illnesses back in the old yeah. testament because it was a matter of life and death right it wasn't like you needed some time away because you were a sinner a bad person because you had leprosy it was like well i mean you're yeah. like you're you know sometimes there's punishments you know, so time it, out. it is a little ambiguous at times but overall it's no, more most of it was life was, and death right and community i mean in mm-hmm. numbers leviticus both go with this right is is it this notion of community and that most of the law is about the sanctity the sanctification the holiness as well as the cleanliness and the life of the community mm-hmm. that it was about upholding life mm-hmm. and the ways that they knew how to do that or yes. what they believed worked. Yeah. And which wasn't always great. Some of it was pretty crazy, right. but like it's, it, it was all about trying to hold that. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is it too. And like I was saying, it connects with the faith has made you well, right? Yeah. The faith has brought you into life, right? In a way that you weren't experiencing life before. Yeah. Because your faith was trusting in God's mercy, right? Yep. Going back to what they say, Jesus, have mercy on us. And they trust that Jesus will be merciful. And so, therefore, it is both this physical healing and the spiritual healing by trusting in Jesus that's returning them to the relationship. Yeah. And this is another piece that's kind of interesting with translation because I believe in my understanding of of the Greek here that the made well is, can also be translated as saved. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. And so thinking from that perspective that especially in, in church world theology, salvation mm-hmm. is about life, eternal life beyond just it's about here and now, but it's also about future. Mm-hmm. Whereas made well, we instantly think that your faith has just has healed you. But faith healing. Faith yeah. healing. Yeah. But in many ways, this is bigger than that. This is your faith has saved you, has restored you, has and in the here and lifted now. you, right? Mm-hmm. In the here and now. Because right. the next passage is oh, the yeah, kingdom yeah. of God come near. Which yeah. I wonder if we'll do that next. I don't know what the text That's is a good for question. Sunday. I'm preaching on it, so I will look I it guess up you'll, eventually. You'll figure that out, yeah. Yes. And probably should get cracking on it. But well, you know, it's okay. Take some time. I think that connects right so much with the kingdom of God come near, because when the kingdom of God comes near, it means that, you know, that salvation in the here and now and the beyond. Yeah. And I like that. And I also I really like that that this raises the question of what are we thankful for and how what do we notice that like Mm -hmm. that physical healing may occur? Mm -hmm. But are we aware of how God's moving in our lives and what comes from makes us well, what makes us well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in a bigger picture, right? That like well has so many different meanings, right? You know, eating the right diet makes you feel better. Exercise makes you feel better. Um, medication and science and medicine can heal mm-hmm. um, and allow for that. Mm-hmm. But, and therapy, counseling, blah, blah, blah. But like there's also this level of what is wholeness in the eyes of God? Yeah. Right? What does what and does being can, saved, being made well mean? Yeah. And how can all those things be kind of intrinsically connected, right? Right, because they can't be just one mm-hmm. or the other, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that's something that like, well, I think Carl Bart did a good job with that one, but like, like this is a... <laughs> Kudos to you, Carl Bart. You're not <laughs> on the list this week. You're not week. on the hit list this week, Carl. <laughs> um, but like, but like this notion that, that God is forefront and centered in everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so then when we talk about, I mean, and that's like something our that vocation, is vocation, right. I think to like Corinthians and the, the gifts of the spirit, right? Yeah. Too, right. God yeah. has given us different gifts and that God is yeah. in all these different pieces mm-hmm. that it's not just that God is in a miracle. No, God is also in the hands and the heart and the mind of the doctor mm-hmm. making decisions in the medicine that's been developed in the, this and the, that, that God is present in all of that. Yeah. But uh, which I think is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that does tie into this. It's that reminder of saying, do we forget that? Mm. And do we forget that that what that also means is that it is about community? Mm-hmm. Because if you start lumping it up into little pieces, then it's about it's about being shown into the priests because that's just that's the end of the story. They're done. Check mark. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's returning to Jesus and giving thanks and Jesus is pointing out that your faith has made you well, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's this realization that what has really made you well in the fullness of this is recognizing that this is that there is more than just a rubber stamp, right? That this isn't just yeah. about and, and that getting system, to be back. That system that that rubber stamp represents that perhaps was used against them before, they're kind of falling back into the system. Yeah, I wonder, right? And if following Jesus... If the symbolic nature of it is too that following Jesus means choosing a new way, ooh, as well. Okay. Um. Did you ever watch Squid Games? No, it's scary. It's it's terrifying. No, no, no. I don't um, do squary. Yeah, squary. Squary. <laughs> I do squary. Squid Games. Squid scary. Games was squary. <laughs> um. But I I think also just thinking about like some psychological experiments that it is it's really interesting thinking about mm-hmm. how as a society. How, how as people we can immediately go back to the people that have just oppressed us mm-hmm. um, because now we, we want, we still want to be in their club now that we have access to it. Yeah. And, and that we will make terrible choices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. based on the desire to what we think it means to live. Yeah. And, and that, so I mean, it's not mm-hmm. an exact parallel. I, I'm just I no, was just no, thinking no. I was just thinking about the choices that were that were put in and front that's of people the difference and how bet- terrifying that is. Yeah, the difference between so. being healed and being well, right? You know, because yeah. you can be physically like good but not be well. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Your body can be like you could have a perfect physical and not be well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But recognizing that getting beyond those systems that tether us and following Christ is the way that we are made well. And I think that the gratitude is the symptom of being actually made well, right? 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's the byproduct of that. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's an important thing to think about, too, because what that also points out is that well doesn't necessarily mean that physical heinous physical healing has to exist for that. Mm -hmm. That that well can be just like looking the opposite direction, right? That like Mm -hmm. that just being physically physically healed doesn't necessarily mean you're well. Yeah. Um. The same goes that just because you're physically broken or hurting doesn't mean that you're not unwell. Mm-hmm. Um, because what Jesus is pointing out is there is something more. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, which in some ways is a really cool thing because what he's, in some ways this is both eschatological, it's also hospice, it's also... Mm-hmm. Um, I was just it's thinking just about human that, and hopeful you know, visiting, because, visiting someone who is near death, yeah. you know, like... Maybe she's not physically well, but she physically healed or good, yeah. but she is well because right. she is at a place. That Where is, she's at peace. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I wonder if in some ways that's some of the beauty of this passage mm-hmm. is that Jesus, what Luke is reminding us is that Jesus brings brings being saved and being made well mm-hmm. in ways that are beyond how we often compartmentalize it. And that yeah. that that maybe we need to open our minds a little bit more, mm-hmm. but also that when we do that, can we see the connections to God? Mm-hmm. Can we see the connections to each other? Yeah. Can we? And can we step we away from the system? Turn to it with a grateful heart, I think, as well. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Can we be grateful? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Not always easy. That's for darn sure. Yeah. But interesting. This. I mean. I'm going to, I'm really curious to see where Jen, um, goes with this. Yeah. Um, now that we're kind of experts in this <laughs> just after our 22 minutes, 22 minutes of conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is, this is really interesting. It's an interesting passage as mm-hmm. you start peeling back the different layers. And, um, I, I'm, I'm especially curious. So Jen Elsenbrook is our, our, uh, Deacon intern here at Messiah, um, and she's really taken a pastoral care focus. So I'm really kind of curious where she goes with some of this, because I think that's, mm-hmm. I think where we just stumbled into mm-hmm. in some ways is, is thinking about this through the lens of care. Yeah. Um, and so, mm-hmm. so yeah, Wonderful. I'm excited. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's all I got too. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. May, may you folks uh, on the other end of this podcast, um, may you be blessed to, know the faith that makes you well mm-hmm. and what that means beyond just whatever is um is hurting you or struggling you're struggling with these days but that that um know that god is holding you and desiring that for you and may you experience that and may you may you find ways to be grateful mm-hmm. um because you know a little gratitude like the fall leaves brightens things absolutely Pretty amazing mm-hmm. so So thanks for being with us. You've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And be well, friends. Theme song by Eric Bannock.